Jets Audio Network. This is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by Ascension Via Christi, Big Corner Creative, Donlinger Construction, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Eck Agency, Keystone Solid Surfaces, Mel Hambledon Ford, and by Pepsi. things going on around Newman Jets Athletics and we'll visit with coaches and athletes and members of our Newman University community throughout the course of each episode every week and today we've got a great one on tap for you as we've got two basketball assistants I know hoop season is right around the corner and we talked some hoops at MIAA Basketball Media Day a couple of weeks ago uh, but this time we're going to get to know assistant coaches of those programs as uh, Newman Jet alum Michaela Mack is now an assistant coach for coach Amy Briggs and the women's basketball team here at NU and so we'll talk with coach Mack today we'll also talk with brand new men's basketball assistant coach Noah Gussie who is a great interview very entertaining guy and a guy with a lot of fun experience having coached at the junior college level as well as in the NBA G League. So a lot of interesting experiences that have led him here to the Newman Jets, and we're very excited to have Coach Gussie and Coach Mack both on our show today. And then we'll also talk with one of the campus favorites, one of the best dudes around, one of the best coaches and best ambassadors for Newman University, and that's head bowling coach Billy Murphy. And and Coach Murphy, if you haven't heard him speak, he is one of the best dudes. He's been with Newman now for 21 years, and he started the bowling program from the ground up and has built it into a real power in the collegiate bowling ranks. And those Jets... On the bowling lanes, they're off to a fantastic start to the year. So we'll talk about uh, the start to the year as well as their first and only hosted tournament on, uh, or I guess in our area, uh, having been this past weekend. So we'll talk about that with Coach Murphy. But before we get into that, let's catch you up on how things have been going around our area uh, this week. The Newman Jets volleyball team falling last night in straight sets to the number 17 team in the country, the Central Oklahoma Broncos. And uh, the Jets continue to battle and move forward in a very competitive MIAA volleyball conference. They'll have today off as this show is 
released on Wednesday afternoon, but they'll be back in action tomorrow. They'll head on the road this week uh, for the first time in actually a couple of weeks now as they'll head to Hayes to take on the Fort Hayes State Tigers on Thursday night. That match will start at 6 o'clock, and then they'll also be on the road on Saturday swinging out to Nebraska to take on the University of Nebraska Kearney Lopers before coming back home next week uh, for their last four matches of the season, all to be from the comfort of home at Fugate Gymnasium. But also this weekend, the women's soccer team will be at home against Northeastern State on Friday night at 7 o'clock, and then they will be at home on Sunday afternoon, or excuse me, on the road on Sunday afternoon, I should say, as they travel down to Edmond, Oklahoma, to take on UCO. The men's soccer team will be in action on Saturday as they head down to take on Northeastern State as well, down in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, and then they will... uh, uh, continue their season on throughout that. And then as we mentioned, some some bowling talk. A very interesting discussion awaits us on the other side here about this little fun dynamic because the men's and women's bowling teams are competing both this weekend but in two separate locations. Starting on Friday all the way through Sunday, the women's bowling will be at the Valpo Bowling Classic in Dyer, Indiana. And then Saturday and Sunday, the men's bowling team will be at the Jayhawk Classic in Lawrence, Kansas. So two different tournaments for both teams, and Coach Murphy and his staff kind of have to juggle that, and it's an interesting challenge that we'll talk to him at length about uh, coming up here later in the show. But that's everything coming up the rest of this weekend. Uh, As we wrap up, it's hard to believe we're already pretty much through the month of October and uh, everything else in November, it really ramps up. I mean, volleyball, you get to the the final sprint of their season with the last couple of weeks of matches. And then, of course, men's and women's basketball is right around the corner as everybody gets gets going on uh, the 10th and 11th. Basketball-wise, so a lot, as well as wrestling, by the way. Can't forget about the wrestling team getting in action once we get into the start of November as well and and cross-country heating up uh, with their postseasons right around the corner. I mean, there is just so much going on. We call this crossover season because there's just so much happening all at once. The, The fall sports crossover into the winter sports season and vice versa, and everything is just overlapping, and it's kind of a crazy sprint for for a couple of weeks, but that means we just have that much more stuff to talk about here on our JetCast podcast. But enough of me talking. You want to hear some of our fun guests? We're going to start it off with bowling coach Billy Murphy. Again, a great interview with Coach Murphy on our show today. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, But we'll take a quick timeout when we come back. Coach Billy Murphy, the bowling coach of your Newman Jets, here on the JetCast podcast on the Newman Jets Audio Network. From the moment you walk through the doors at Ascension Via Christi, you'll hear the sounds of hope, health, and strength. Because Ascension Via Christi is more than just hospitals, ERs, and clinics. Ascension Via Christi teams start by understanding you, your health, and your life to deliver the care that's right for you. Connected to a national network of care and the expertise of a wide range of doctors and specialists. Ascension Via Christi in Wichita. Listening to you, caring for you. Find a doctor online at healthcare.ascension.org. Life. It throws you curves and it knocks you down. But what separates the good from the great is the getting back up. Newman University will always get back up. 
We are a university of doers, of innovators, of transformers. We inspire as we soar to new heights. We will not be beaten. We will not settle for anything less than the best. We are Newman University. Welcome back to the JetCast here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Jackson Schneider here, pleased to be joined by Newman Bowling Coach Billy Murphy. And Coach, uh, your one and only home tournament is behind us this past weekend. And although I'm sorry that I missed it, like you guys tore it up this past weekend. The ladies with the win, the men finishing second, and there were, what, 78 teams that yep. were present, and it took two different bowling centers and several days uh, of competition. I mean, that take us through that. That is an insane stretch, And but I'm, I'm bummed that it's our only chance we got you here in Wichita. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, our, the college bowling world, it's more traveling um, than anything, but we do have the one event uh, when we took over about 16 years ago. There was maybe 30 teams mm-hmm. um, bowling, and it just just kept growing, and it grew so much that the governing body actually made it one of the 10 um, tier one events, which are more power points for the rankings and all of that. So it's kind of grown every year. We had six more teams this year than last year, 78, wow. had 46 men's and 32 women's. So it is, you know, it's turned into a little bit of a project, and <laughs> there's a lot of work. And I am very glad that it happens in the in the front part of the season because uh, it enables us to get that experience plus do all the work for it um, and then get on to our season and just have to do the coaching stuff. Well, now, like, a- as if that's not, you know, stressful enough. I know you've ca- got, got it probably down to a science having hosted it for so long, but all the stuff and the work that has to go into hosting an event of that s- scale is, like, mind-blowing to me yeah. but then you, you add the element of what you'll be doing later this week with your two separate teams in two places complete c- completely separate of one another yeah. like how do you manage all of this it seems like a lot of juggling but you i look at you and you're unbothered business as usual yeah well you know it's just a lot of time management <laughs> uh you know it is busy um and we have done it for a while the nca schedule is completely different than our men's schedule so that's kind of thrown in another logistic challenged our way but we kind of figured it out last year a little bit and just how we're we're scheduling and trying to do both you know I travel with the women when they're bowling when they're not bowling I'm with the men so I'm with the men about 50 percent of the time but I have a really good crew surrounded uh, surrounding me helping us coach you know we have a volunteer assistant coach Bandy that helps us with the ladies program and then I have four uh, former players, um, and it's going to be five this weekend. We're taking a gentleman that doesn't normally travel with us, but he was in the first group that we recruited 20 years ago, wow. and he's going to go help us. So uh, Coach Crumley, Coach Mahachek, uh, Coach Brooks, Coach Limes, and Coach Gentry, all of them make it possible for us to get this job done. And they're all former players that have come back, um, you know, they don't get paid a whole lot, but they've come back to help and continue uh, to help grow our program. Now, I mean, it takes a lot to build a, a team like that, you know, where not only are you successful in competition, but you've got alumni that are invested and they want to come back and, and help you Absolutely. do things like that. But this is year 21 for you as the head coach of the bowling program. And you, you even started the program here at Newman. So 
take me back, you know, two decades now, uh, not to, to date you too much, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> I mean, to start a program and to build it into what it is now, that takes a ton of work. But I mean, if you can encapsulate that a little bit on the journey that it's been. Yeah, it's been incredible. You know, we only had 17 kids that first year uh, and I got hired in uh, late April. So we weren't really even sure we were going to get it going. But there was just a lot of good kids around the area. Uh, we got a couple transfers from other schools that were not getting playing time. They weren't, you know, getting mm-hmm. any playing time. So it was easy for them to transfer. But I would tell you the main premise of why we're successful is we have had incredible young people. Uh, when they come here, you know, you give them the whole coaching, recruiting spiel about how you want them to be coachable and you know, do all the right things, but we truly believe that. Mm -hmm. So the young people we're bringing in are student athletes. They get pretty good grades. They work hard in the classroom, you know, student first in that student athlete piece. Um, And then we get kids that work hard on the lanes. And, you know, we got off to a really good start. The kids we brought in, the women made it to nationals the very first year. The men made it the second year and then bowled for a national championship the third year. So the recruiting piece got a little bit easier when you have shown that you have success. And so I, I really think that that led to a lot of what we've done. But still 21 years later, we're recruiting good humans. Um, we're recruiting good students and, and kids that want to work hard and get better. So it just, it's made our program what it is. And we will continue that. You know, we evolve, we change with the game and the technology and all that stuff. Theory-wise and who we're trying to bring to Newman University are good young people who like to work hard and be successful in the classroom and off. Now, can you can you walk me through, Coach Murphy, the, the different components? Because he, your women compete, you know, with the NCAA, and the men, it's through the U.S. Bowling Congress. So it's a little different in, in how you kind of navigate those seasons. And I know they're structured – fairly similar but i mean it's two different governing bodies so just add another ball in as you juggle it all but could could you explain from my sake as well as our listeners kind of how you you work through each of those yeah you know the nca for the ladies side there's two separate seasons there's your your fall season Mm -hmm. which we basically bowl three or four events um you know we're bowling one usbc event because you can bowl both and we're going to try to qualify for both national championships on the NCA side and the USBC side. But after this weekend, we will bowl only NCA events. So okay. the next three weekends, we're on the road. We bowl three NCA events. And then their season, their fall season will be over until January. you got to have a little bit. Of, you got, I think it's 44 days of no traveling, no tournament, somewhere in your schedule. So we'll have that, and we'll do a lot of development, and we'll do a lot of work on the lanes at practice. And then they'll get some time off for the holidays. Mm-hmm. In January, they come back. We start back up on January 8th with a, with a huge event in Vegas with some really good teams. Do you need a broadcaster for that trip? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, their season will continue to go until postseason. On the men's side, it's pretty much all year long, uh, not a whole lot of breaks. They get a small window between Christmas, and they will kick back up in January on the 21st and 22nd, I believe. But they start first weekend in October competing. They had a week off. We competed this week. They're competing this coming weekend. 
and they'll get in 11 event 11 events over about seven months before postseason so um they are they are different but they're the, they're kind of the same too uh you know we're all getting in uh, charter buses and vans and you know doing what we have to and traveling and competing so um, I enjoy it. I love the travel piece. Um, you know, I still love coaching and being around the student athletes. So it's been a part of my life for a while and just enjoy it. And I love giving back. Again, we're joined by Billy Murphy, head bowling coach here at Newman University. And coach, you mentioned, you know, the student athlete portion. Let's talk a little bit about your athletes. And I want to start with the women's side mm -hmm. because a great start at the Mid-States Championship here in Wichita this past weekend. They'll head to Valparaiso, uh, the bowling classic there at Valpo. But uh, who are some of the, the key players that we need to watch and, and make sure that we're following those scores along? Because it sounds like you've got a pretty solid group. Yeah, we do. Uh, I, I would tell you we're pretty young. Uh, you know, we had a core group from last year come in. We got three freshmen and a transfer from Arkansas State that came in to join the group. And I honestly think it's going to be a year where we have different people all the time doing well. Like this weekend, we were led by Vanessa Nofsire, the transfer from Arkansas State. She built 297 game in game two. Um, and wow. and was just a big lift for us on Saturday. Both days, sophomore Cassidy Miller was tremendous. Um, you know, she ended up anchoring the team all day Sunday and threw some really good shots when we needed them late. So those two were kind of our leaders. But Allison Seasick is going to be great. She's from Alaska. She's a junior. Um, she's gonna she's gonna have a great year. Um, I think you know our freshmen. You know, you just don't ever know how they're going to do when they make the jump. So we're still looking to see how that goes. But we've got a really good group. They're working hard. This weekend was kind of crazy because we got to play a varsity and a JV. And normally we have subs. You know, we have enough ladies to mm -hmm. do that. We had three girls that got rear-ended on Wednesday last week. One of them had a concussion. So oh she didn't gosh. even get to play this weekend. So we were a little short-handed. So we bowled five and five, no subs, no you know, no strategy. We just threw them out there and had them go. And we struggled on Saturday. One, it's the first event. Mm -hmm. um, we struggled in areas that we normally don't struggle in. Uh, you know, the spare shooting was not great. Shot making was not terrific. But we still bowled good enough to qualify for the bracket uh, match play. And when once we got to bracket match play, all the things that we thought we were, we were. Um, a lot of clean frames, good shot making. They competed at a really high level and ended up going through three matches and, and win the event. So just all the craziness of the week, um, I'm not sure we would have thought we would have won the tournament. But it's a great result. They did wonderful. We have uh, plenty of growth that needs to happen because the NCA schedule is tougher uh, I would tell you the skill sets on the NCA are uh, much higher than the USBC side right now. Um, so we're going to have to get better, and we will. Uh, but we got to get those freshmen some games and get them some experience so they can help us later on in the year. Now, on the men's side, who are some of the standouts that you've seen thus far? Is it kind of a similar situation with s some younger pieces or – or tell us a little bit about the, the men's group for you. Yeah, we're really excited about the men's group. Um, you know, we've been good the last couple of years. Uh, Noah Akiona from Hawaii, he's a sophomore this year. He had a wonderful freshman season. 
he was honorable mention All-American. Uh, Zach Smolin is another one. He's from Texas. He's a sophomore. And he is off to a really good start, as well as Noah's off to a great start. Two, three tournaments in, Noah's averaging 223. I think Zach's averaging somewhere around 215, which is just, it, it's really incredible how consistent they are. And then we've got this supporting group that we're not even sure who's going to be joining them. Um, you know, we've got a very deep bench, uh, upperclassmen, freshmen, and they're all going to be scrapping it out for for a roster spot later on. So it's a, it's a young group. You know, seven out of our 23 kids are uh, going to graduate this year. Wow. And so the other 16 of those young people are freshmen or sophomore. So uh, now looks really good, but the future looks really good too. So we're, we're excited about them. Uh, rightfully so. It's a, it's a good group and off to a great start again uh, with very, very high level success, uh, both for the men and the women this past weekend at the Mid-States Classic. But Coach Murphy, before I let you go, again, that interesting component this weekend with the women going to the Valpo Classic and then the men will be competing in Lawrence uh, in a bowling alley that I am very familiar with. Yeah, I used absolutely. to raise all kinds of heck in Royal Crest Lanes as a kid from Lawrence, Kansas. But uh, I don't think... They, the Royal Crest Lane saw the kind of performances out of me that they'll be seeing from your guys this weekend. But how, how do you manage two teams in separate events? I know you, you mentioned having assistants that help you, but like the, are you like texting back and forth like, hey, keep me updated? Or how do you kind of keep a fingerprint on each of those while being only able to be in one place at one time? Yeah, it, it is some texting going on because uh, we kind of help with the social media piece and keeping parents that, you know, can't go involved. Uh, we do some live streaming of the events so all the parents can watch. Uh, but pretty much after each game, I get an update from the coaches and then we somehow get it out on social media real quick and then we go back to coaching the ladies and there is a process last year was so interesting because you know it was the first time that we were in different places but i think we got a lot of things worked out last year so this year should go much smoother and not that we had a whole lot of trouble last year but you know it was just chaos sometimes yeah. because you you know different start times different formats and you're trying to get all that taken care of because we do want to get what we're doing out you know on social media yeah. so parents you know, we got six kids on our roster that are from Hawaii. You know, those parents are, you know, not able to come all the time. They were here this weekend. All but one set of the parents came in this weekend to watch our lo our home event. But that's not the norm. So we've got to keep them updated. We've got to, you know, because they want to know how we're doing. Mm -hmm. So we've kind of worked it out. Hopefully it all, it all turns out. Uh, and hopefully I have good cell service in the bowling center I'm in. So <laughs> some of that you know, goes with it, but we just do the best we can and try to keep everybody updated and, and try to be successful. Well, certainly you're, you're doing great things there, Coach Murphy. I appreciate the time. This was a first for me learning kind of on the fly about bowling, and it, I'm so excited to, to continue watching your team go throughout the year. I'll have to do it, on, unfortunately, through watching the scores and, and I guess maybe I'll, I'll start texting you to get there some score go. updates as well. Anytime. But, uh, once you guys get back here in Wichita in the future, I'll be I'll be there for sure. But thank you so much for the time today. I really appreciate it, and best of luck this week. Yeah, thanks, Jackson. Appreciate it.
All right, Billy Murphy, head bowling coach here at Newman University. We'll take a quick time out here on the JetCast and be back with more right after this. Hey, boss, the backhoe was stolen from the Valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night, and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah, uh, what am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit eckagency.com. The Newman Jets are now full members of the MIAA. Now, we need your full support. Help the Jets soar by joining the Aviator Club, Newman's premier level of athletic support. Your assistance directly impacts student-athletes and can be designated for facilities, uniforms, media coverage, or your favorite team. Receive exclusive benefits and support the Navy in red at newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. That's newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. Or call 316-942-4291 and ask for athletics. Welcome back to the JetCast podcast here on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Jackson Schneider, pleased to be joined now by women's basketball assistant coach Michaela Mack. And Coach Mack, uh, you're in your first year as an assistant with the Jets, but familiar place, right? Having played here, it's like it's like a homecoming of sorts for you, I'm sure. Yeah, it definitely is. It's been um, kind of crazy. Now I'm on the other <laughs> side. Everything's kind of the same, but kind of different in the three years that I've been gone. But it's been great. It's been a really great experience so far. And with you being a newer coach and you're working on a newer coaching staff with Amy Briggs being in her first season as head coach, I'm sure the learning curve has been a little interesting as you guys get to know each other and get to know the team a little bit. But how has that process gone for you? And and how do you, I don't know, how, how have you kind of taken to this group of ladies that you've got working for the start of the season here in a couple of weeks? Um well, since I got here in August, it's kind of been like a, a quick adjustment, but Amy's been great. Everything's kind of happened a little fast, but she's been um, very supportive and very um, open in communication. So everything's probably been a little bit easier in that sense. But yeah, it's been kind of a crazy ride these last couple months. Now with practice going, I mean, it's it's your first chance to, to see these ladies in action the last couple of weeks. And you were telling me a minute ago, it's like watching TV, right? Like there's always new plot lines added each day because you get to know the players a little bit better and, and see their personalities and stuff. But how have you seen your personality mesh you know, with the players, how how has that gone? I know it seems like things are going well. I've gotten to poke my head into practice a little bit, but uh, from your words, how how's that gone with getting to know the team and, and making sure everybody's kind of on the same page personality-wise? I think it's been really great. We have a really, really good group of kids. They have – their buy-in is great. They always come in with a lot of energy. It's been pretty easy to blend personalities just mm-hmm. because they're – they're loud they like to talk they have good energy all the time so it's pretty it's been a good experience in the fact that we could come in and they just buy into what we're doing and we can kind of blend a little faster awesome well for you let's let's go back and I want to talk about your basketball journey a little bit because you've uh, been a coach and a player at two different places now on both sides of that right (laughs) like you start at at Crowder College and you play there and then you come to Newman and you play here then you go back to Crowder and you coach there and like we said you made that adjustment to coming back to Newman and not a lot of players or or coaches can say that that they've had a journey like yours so tell me kind of what you've learned through that being in the unique experience of playing and coaching at the same places um it's been I've 
I have had a really good experience in that and the fact that I could come to really appreciate the coaching staff and the background and all the effort that gets put in because now I can Mm kind of see both sides. I kind of understand that from a player, like, you know, what that everyday looks like. And so as a coach, it kind of helps me out of understanding, like, okay, I know she has to do this and she's going through this and these are the obstacles she has to go through during that day. So it kind of helps us as coaches kind of see, like, you know, when you make a couple of those background decisions, kind of what would work better for our players. So that's been a blessing in the fact that I've gotten experience both sides in that. It also helps as a coach to play there because I already know, like, some of those support staff. I know who to reach out to to help my players now. And so it's like a quicker adjustment in the um, outside of basketball realm mm-hmm. to where I can kind of, you know, get some of those things done a little bit faster because I kind of already know who to go to and who to talk to. Now, as a player, like, what would you say What the traits that you had as a player, like, have translated into your coaching? Because I know, like, that helps to mold because there's things you're more comfortable in, like, that you're more aware of because if you play a certain position, you learn certain things. And, uh, like, I, I want to know how your playing experience, I guess, has, has molded you as a coach now. Um, I was a point guard when I played, mm-hmm. so I kind of understand, like, the pressure that you kind of have being in that role. So now as a coach, when I'm kind of coaching the in this position, I'm kind of already knowing like your thought process in the game and kind of how you're feeling. And I can kind of help you um, balance that and kind of just, you know, handle those big tough moments in that, in that time period right then and there. Um, I was a very passionate player. So I'm kind of a very passionate coach. <laughs> I kind of get a little excited and bring that energy, which is nice because not every person on the team is that way. And so sometimes when you have, you know, an energy booster in your coaching staff, it also brings a little bit more fire to your team and your program. Now you've got some talented guard play on this group. I'm, I'm really excited to see some of them in action. And I actually got to know a couple of them at, at Media Day in Kansas City a couple of weeks ago. I got to talk to Amaya Josie and, and uh, Carissa Beck. But with you and your background as a guard and specifically a point guard, how have you seen the guards on this team you know, hit the ground running for this season and get prepared for this year? I think it's just a blessing that they are so eager to learn. They are have an amazing buy-in and they want to do everything right and they want to know everything you know and they always want to get better and improve. And I think that is their biggest um, asset. And so our guards have consistently got better and better and better and improved because they're always seeking to grow. And so that is one thing that I've noticed in this preseason is that, you know, they obviously didn't come in the same way. We're changing a lot of stuff and everything's new. And, you know, you have new demands and new ways of doing things and new names. And they just absorbed all of it and kept it pushing. Well, I I wanted to know, like, another interesting aspect of you being having been a player and a coach now here at Newman is you were a, a part of the transition from the Heartland Conference into the MIAA, and you got like that first taste of what this competitive conference is like. And now last year's group here at Newman made the conference tournament for the first time, and, and they want to keep that pushing forward like you, you kind of mentioned and to continue to improve. But as a coach now, having does, does it help you to coach this group knowing kind of what it's like having played in the MIAA? Um, yeah, there's times in practice and things happening, and you're like, okay, like, 
Guys, this level, this level of effort we're giving, we got to do better. We want to compete. We got to get better. We got to get up here and we have to execute at this level. And so that's helped me a little bit in the fact that I kind of already know what to expect from the MIAA and, you know, how hard and how tough you have to be to be able to compete at the end. So that's kind of helped me in the, and to encourage our effort to keep increasing and to encourage us to keep improving. Now, looking looking at this group of ladies that are about ready to embark on a season here in literally like two weeks, it's going to be here before you know it. I'm so excited. But who are some of the players that, that our fans that are listening back at home right now need to be on the lookout for that you've been really excited by, you know, how they're performing in practice and in their preparations for the season? I mean, I feel like – and, you know, this might be a little biased because I'm the coach, but I just feel like uh, we have a really good group of returners. And then we also have a really good group of freshmen coming in. I think some of them will surprise some of our fans back home. I mean, obviously, you have Carissa, who shot ridiculously well last year in the conference coming back. And, you know, we can kind of expect the same thing from her again this season. Um, we have Amaya Josie, who has stepped up tremendously in her leadership and you know just her presence on the court has ha she has made more of a presence for herself on the court she's kind of stepped up we've demanded a lot more from her this year and she kind of just took it on the chin and embraced it all um we have some freshman point guards that are going to come in and be some difference makers for us and so we have some some talent coming in in every direction and I think it's going to be a pretty good year for us Absolutely. I'm I'm so excited for this group. And like I said, like, I feel like a broken record just because of my excitement saying how much I'm looking forward to the start of this year. But I know you and the team are looking forward to it as well because you've been practicing against each other for so long. You get to the point where you're ready to go and, and finally play somebody else. But, I mean, do you feel like you get to this point in the year, like, where they're so anxious to, to play someone else, like, that they, the intensity in practice gets ramped up just a little bit extra because they're kind of – I don't know, a little overzealous to, to start the year finally? Yeah, I think the excitement is definitely building up. And we have our first scrimmage against someone else this week. So this week has been pretty intense. We did an inner squad on um, Sunday, and that was really good. We had some good competition in it. And you can kind of just see that, like, you know, they're ready to play. They're ready to play. And I'm just excited for them to go ahead and get started. Absolutely. Now, uh, looking at, at this group, I mean, you talked about some of the, the exciting freshmen that we've got coming in here. And with you being new and, and the head coach, Amy Briggs, being new and these freshmen, like what's what's that recipe got to be like for you guys to be all on the same page in such a short time span? I mean, you've both, uh, from coaching standpoint, have only been on campus for a few months, and now you've got some freshmen that are in the same boat. So that seems like a, a tough adjustment. So how do you make sure that everyone's on the same page and that you're you're wanting the same things? Is there anything extra outside of practice that you have to do to make sure that everybody's kind of right where they need to be? Um, in the beginning, we'd kind of do a lot of team bonding, get like, mm -hmm. you know, some personalities, getting to know each other and stuff on that deeper level because, you know, that also – impacts basketball it also impacts the way you can talk to each other and communicate so it makes stuff easier down the road um the good thing about freshmen and new players is that they are a blank slate they don't know anything so I can come in and we can kind of just start teaching them our ways um but the returners it's a little bit of adjustment but again like I mentioned earlier like their buy-in's been great they want to be good they want to do everything right they want to play hard so hasn't been as much of a learning curve as you would take for, you know, a whole blank slate, new staff and new everyone. 
so that's been that's been really nice in our big our big adjustment and big change. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to to this team and, and getting to know you, especially Coach Mack, as as we get to deeper into the season. But before I let you go, I, I do have a couple of questions, just like for us to get to know you a, as a person. So, mm. uh, what is maybe the your biggest lesson in basketball that you've applied to coaching? Relationships. I. I'm real big on relationships, you know, with your players and relationships with the staff and just, you know, um, with recruiting and outside factors. I think that is the biggest part of coaching and the biggest part of being a mentor for um, young women. And I think that is basically what I try to live by every day when I'm coaching, just making sure I have a good relationship with my players, make sure we have a clear understanding, that open communication. Awesome. Well, I want to know also, what's your favorite memory of playing here at Newman? Oh, it's probably my senior year. It was homecoming, and we beat Emporia State off a buzzer beater and bounce play. And that was a a big, big game for us. And we had a packed house, and it was just a really great um, atmosphere here at Newman. I love it. I'm hopeful we get a few wins like that under our belt, <laughs> especially because we there's a good friend of ours who used to be wearing the navy and red that's now at Emporia State. So if yeah, he comes back to visit, we might have to give him another dose of that if if he if Blake comes back to town, which I'm sure he will. But uh, the last thing that I've got for you, Coach Mack, uh, is in in this season that's upcoming, the the biggest thing that you want your team to embody in terms of the the way that they play, if it were to like represent you and this team, like what what's that one characteristic that you think will embody not only you but Newman women's basketball this season? Um, I want us to stick together through the ups, through the downs. You know, basketball is a really long season. You go through all um, every aspects and you know some days might be great and some days might be tough but we just need to make sure that we stick together we always have each other's back and that we uh continue to fight for each other all right well coach Michaela Mack was our guest here on the Newman Jetcast podcast and I'm sure we'll have you back on here very soon once the ball gets tipped off because we're so excited for the season to come but coach Mack thank you so much for the time thank today thank you Thank you for having me. Awesome. Great stuff from Coach Mack here on the JetCast. We'll take a quick timeout and be back to wrap up the show right after this. Let's face it, it's been a while since you updated your kitchen and bathroom. And while they fit your style when your house was built, styles change. Or maybe the space just isn't fitting your current needs. That's where Keystone Solid Surfaces comes in. Keystone is the premier fabricator and installer of quartz, granite, and solid surfaces in Kansas. And with their huge brand new showroom at 1655 North Wabash in Wichita, providing the perfect inspiration, the possibilities are truly endless. That's why when it's time for an upgrade, the key is Keystone. KeystoneSolidSurfaces.com or find great specials on Facebook. Facebook. Life. It throws you curves and it knocks you down. But what separates the good from the great is the getting back up. Newman University will always get back up. We are a university of doers, of innovators, of transformers. We inspire as we soar to new heights. We will not be beaten. We will not settle for anything less than the best. We are Newman University. Welcome back to the JetCast here on the Numa Jets Audio Network. Jackson Schneider ready to talk some hoops as basketball season is right around the corner. We're going to do that today with new men's basketball assistant coach Noah Gussie, who's been on campus for what, 
two months now. Two months. You're still you're still a young pup. Super I, young. I'm newer than you, technically speaking, but for two new guys, like we're settling in pretty nice. Pretty I would nice, say. I would yeah? say. Yeah. How how have uh, the start of practice gone? I know it's it's been a kind of a sprint these first couple of weeks as you get to the first few games of the season here in in just a little over two weeks now. But uh, scrimmages starting soon. How's the team progressing? We're getting there. Um, it helps having you know nine returners. And then they can obviously lead along those new guys mm-hmm. that we have coming in, which are another nine guys. So we have 18 total. Um, practices have been good. You know, they're competitive. We get after it in practice. We go go hard the whole time, basically. And then, um, yeah, guys are just fighting for that, you know, those roster spots, those rotation minutes. Um, nothing set in stone. Um, even those new guys that are returning, you know, you got to fight for something. Um I mean, we got a lot of seniors, too, so we got little leadership, too. So it's been good. Um, I think the guys are finally excited to have different competition than themselves. Uh, so these next couple scrimmages this week will be be a good little change for us. Absolutely. It's a, finally, I know, you know, being around sports, you can only practice against each other for so long before you really are ready to, to go kind of hit somebody else. I know mm-hmm. not really hitting, I guess, in basketball or banging bodies or whatever you want to call it, but they're, they're anxious and you can see it. And I can hear them uh, putting in some work there, there in Fugate just down the hall from us. But uh, looking at this group, I mean, it's kind of probably been a, a quick transition for you to get to know the guys and the, and the rest of the coaches. But how have you adjusted to the style of play that Coach Allen wants to to run with these guys and is it you know has it been an interesting transition or take us through that for you as as a new guy on this staff the transition has been smooth um coach allen's been great he's been patient um with me and you know coach Macbeth and now coach mitchell uh we're all new so he's been very patient with how he's um encountered every little interaction he's had with us um other than that like picking up on the guys you just got to build that relationship to begin with it's tough getting here in August because, you know, no guys are on campus until school starts. So that first three weeks or whatever, you're just basically grinding out, trying to learn the system, um, just trying to get your feet underneath you. But once the guys get in, that's when you, you know, take them to lunch, build that connection with them, and then get the get the wheels going that way. Um, as far as transition with, like, the system-wise, it's nothing I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're doing doing basic offense-type stuff, you know, quick move the ball, go screen, you know, ball screen, a lot of different actions like that. Uh, defensively, you know, basic defensive principles. So we're just trying to trying to get our guys to really, really buy in. And once they do, we're going to be dangerous. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm excited to see this group in, in person because I can only get so much peeking in at practice every once in a while, but these scrimmages will certainly help. But before we talk a little bit more about that, I want to talk about you specifically, Noah, and your basketball history because you're a guy that's been in some pretty interesting spots already in your young career. So last year at Ellsworth Community College, uh, prior to that, you'd also spent some time in South Dakota with the Sioux Falls Sky Force, which is a G League affiliate for the Miami Heat. And then you played yourself at Concordia University in Wisconsin. So very interesting, different components of basketball for you in this journey. But, like, what what would you say you've learned most about basketball and, and, and coaching, especially, over that journey? I would say the most thing that I've learned is, like, you really have to manage your time. Um, especially when you're at the G League level, like, you're constantly traveling. You know, we were kind of talking before this, uh, guys moving, roster yeah. spots, you know, getting called up to the NBA, getting brought back down to the G League. Um, you kind of got to manage how you do your time because you're constantly changing. 
like roster spots and, you know, just different different types of things. And then when you get to the JUCO level, you know, it kind of slows down a little bit, but also not really because that's when, like, you got to start recruiting. Uh, you got to start bringing guys in. You got to start checking grades, making sure guys are doing what they're supposed to be doing uh, as far as school, schoolwork that is. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely different when it comes to, like, the time management-wise. As far as basketball-wise, it's all fairly the same. Obviously, the level of competition is a lot different, mm-hmm. but as far as basketball-wise, like style-wise, it's fairly close. So I would say that's a big difference and then – or relatively the same, and then the difference is just the time management stuff. Well, that's, it's a lot to manage. It's a lot to juggle, certainly, but you're, you're a guy that's – with those stops, I mean, you're proven, right? Like you wouldn't be at the G League level and you wouldn't be here especially if you weren't capable. So I think fans be very excited to know that they've got you in their corner, especially with your, your – interesting experiences now but I want to talk about your playing career because Concordia University Wisconsin it's a competitive division three school and and it's I mean division three sports it's high level stuff I know sometimes people might look and be like oh Mm -hmm. d3 but I I know you know that's high level stuff regardless of where you're playing collegiately so take me through what what that experience was like and and how it kind of has shaped you into the coach that you are Originally, coming out of high school, I didn't even know if I wanted to play basketball. So I actually had a couple – so baseball was my best sport. So I had more offers for baseball and football than I did basketball. So it was kind of interesting. Like, I just health reasons, I just didn't want to play baseball or football. And then my brother was actually at Concordia before me. So he was kind of like the deciding factor of if I wanted to go to Concordia and just continue to play basketball, which I did, and it's close to home. So it's about an hour and a half south from home, Green Bay, Wisconsin's home. So, yeah, that was that was the difference. Um, as far as like it teaching me stuff, I just loved like I'm a competitor. You know, I love the game of basketball as everybody does. I love helping people. Um, I try to be the best I can be at all times, and that's what my coaching staff, you know, really taught me. It's like if there's nothing else for you after like your collegiate career, basketball wise playing wise that is um then why not get into coaching and that's that's something that I would just really really caught on to um huge shout out to my assistant coach John Kane up there he was he was half the reason why I decided to get into coaching he's a great guy um just a really good people person and he just knew the game of basketball like it was his, the back of his hand that's crazy. I know it's it's so interesting always that the people that can kind of help mold you into who you become. I mean, I can say the same, and I know everyone listening to this will be able to think about somebody that's helped push them to where they're at. So love hearing about, you know, what's brought you to us, especially as we're on the outset of, of basketball season. But again, our guest is Noah Gussie, who's a new assistant coach for R.J. Allen and the men's team here at Newman University. But uh, you, you mentioned being from Green Bay. And I know people hear the accent mm-hmm. a little bit. It's not too crazy. But uh, tell us a little bit about back home and, you know, growing up in a city like Green Bay. I mean, in the shadows of Lambeau Field and the, one of the most historic NFL franchises of all time. That had to be really fun for you growing up. Absolutely. Um, yeah, like you said, Green Bay has been home my whole life. Um, I live a solid seven minutes from the stadium. So every Sunday, you know, if you're trying to go anywhere other than you know, home, like you're, you're screwed. Like you're not gonna be able to get anywhere. Cause all the roads are packed with people coming up from, you know, Milwaukee, Sheboygan area, anywhere, basically just to come up to the Packers. Cause that's all green Bay's got, 
you know, we got the Packers. We do have UWGB, but when it's football season, we got the Packers. And everybody in Green Bay loves the Packers. You know, you go to church and you'll see people, you know, wearing their Packers jerseys, <laughs> uh, just rocking out in green and gold. Um, so it's been – it's fun. Um, I'm super excited for – the draft coming to Green Bay. I know for yeah. a fact that I am going back home, and I am going to be somewhere in that crowd. Uh, excited for that. That's a good opportunity for Green Bay because the city of Green Bay has came a long way. Um, besides the Packers' attraction level, there's not a whole lot. Now they've expanded their like their uh, Title Town area. Uh, that's where like they do all like the the fun stuff that you can do outside the game. So it'll be fun to see the draft coming to town and just hopefully making Green Bay boom a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Noah, looking at this basketball team, as well, I want to pivot back to that with the season being, like we said, right around the corner. I mean, looking at this group and, and the, the molding that you and the rest of the coaches are doing on, on this team, what would you say is maybe the biggest thing you think the team needs to focus on improvement-wise before tip-off gets here November 11th? I would say the biggest thing that we still need to work on is definitely our continuity. Um, like I said, we do have nine returners, but we also have, do have nine new guys and some of those new guys are going to play. Um, so we definitely need to, you know, become a better, better molded together group. Uh, got to keep moving the rock, you know, finding those open shooters, getting guys open and taking good shots, especially. Um, and then defensively, we just got to fly around. We're so long and lengthy that there's no reason for us not to be flying around to be able to, you know, getting the def uh, deflections, getting the passing lanes, and getting out in transition, playing fast. Um, so I, th I just think we need to – our continuity needs to come together. Uh, we have five seniors, so we have some sort of leadership at the top there. But we just need a couple more guys to step up. Now, I, I want to know what your impressions have been of Coach Allen so far because as a, as a newer member of the staff, that's probably the most important – piece of chemistry right is how you're going to work with, with the head coach himself but what can you tell us about coach Allen and, and how you've kind of adjusted to to working with him so closely and, and being a part of this staff coach Allen's been like I said he's been phenomenal um the one thing I like to describe him as is like outside of practice and basketball he's calm collected you know he's a good dude to talk to you can easily talk to him once basketball comes you know it's it's on you know he's getting okay. after guys he's getting out all up in their face like he's He's holding guys to a higher standard, you know, than than what they're probably accustomed to. Um, but yeah, he's been great. Like basketball-wise, he's he's got knowledge. Like he's been around this MIAA conference for 11 years now, I believe, or 12 years, I think, now going on. Uh, and he's been around basketball forever. So he's he's his knowledge is there. He knows everything. Um, he's been great with the staff, just getting guys you know, into the spots that they need to go to in to the spots they need to be to be successful. I love it. And I know people are very fired up about this group, you know, with the, the key returners coming back to this team. I mean, there's a lot of potential there with, you know, I know the wins and losses might not have been there last year, but they were right there with a lot of close ones, uh, hoping to flip those back into our favor this year. And then you add in, like you said, a lot of talented new pieces as well. That's a really fun dynamic to have that mix of, of new faces and guys that we're very familiar with as fans. So should be a ton of fun. But uh, what are you looking forward to the most? I know that's a broad, open-ended mm -hmm. question, but, I mean, there's got to be something you're looking forward to the most about this season in this group. I'm just looking forward to guys starting to get to play. 
um, seeing all the preparation that we've done, putting into practice times, um, all the guys like buying in fully, and then just seeing it how it's going to translate into games. Um, that's what I'm most excited for, as well as just you know personal development from all the players as yeah. well. Our guys have been gym rats. We got a lot of guys in and out of the gym uh, during the day at nighttime, so it's it's exciting to see. So it's definitely one another thing that I'm really excited for is our players' development and just just competing. You know, everybody wants to compete, so we're just ready to get there. Absolutely. I'm ready. You're ready. We're all ready. It's almost tip-off. Get some mm -hmm. scrimmages under our belt this week, and then, again, tip-off that season opener coming up quick around the corner, November 11th against Concordia St. Paul, and right here in Wichita as part of, of the uh, little classic that we're hosting. So back-to-back -back days of action with Concordia St. Paul and then Minot State as well here in Fugate Gym. But that's going to get here before you know it. So folks, uh, make sure to plan accordingly as basketball is officially here at Newman University. But Noah, thank you so much for the time today. Appreciate you catching up with us. We love getting to, to know you and, and the rest of this team a little bit better. And we'll be bugging you here, here soon once the season gets rolling. Thanks for having me, Jackson. Absolutely. Noah Gussie, assistant coach here for your Newman Jets on the JetCast podcast. We'll take another time out and be back right after this for more on the Newman Jets Audio Network. Hi, friends. Phil Nightingale, general manager of Mel Hamilton Ford. I would like to tell you about our new tool, Virtual Express. Mel Hamilton Ford has added this tool for you, our customers. Virtual Express will allow you to do some or all of your car buying process right from your computer. Do as much or as little as you want. It's all up to you. Do you want to fill out some of your information to save time or do the whole buying process online? You make the choice. You can take delivery of your new or pre-owned vehicle right from your home. Mel Hamilton Ford, experience the difference. Experience the difference online at mhford.com. The Newman Jets are now full members of the MIAA. Now, we need your full support. Help the Jets soar by joining the Aviator Club, Newman's premier level of athletic support. Your assistance directly impacts student-athletes and can be designated for facilities, uniforms, media coverage, or your favorite team. Receive exclusive benefits and support the Navy in red at newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. That's newmanjets.com slash aviatorclub. Or call 316-942-4291 and ask for athletics. All right, final segment of our JetCast podcast here today, the 102nd edition of our show as we continue uh, working through the fall semester as we, again, are coming to the close of our, our fall sports and really to close to the beginning of our winter sports. But uh, before I let you go, I did want to give you a rundown of the broadcast on the Newman Jets network that you can tune into uh, before our next show. But uh, coming up again on Friday night, 7 o'clock, the women's soccer team and head coach Dylan Gruntzel will play host to Northeastern State. Again, 7 o'clock as uh, you can tune into that on the MIAA network or just go to newmanjets.com and the broadcast will be there for you. Also, um, you can catch the men's soccer team as they travel to Northeastern State on Saturday, but that'll be on the MIAA network. Uh, volleyball Thursday and Saturday away from home. Those matches, though, will be on the MIAA network as well. So plenty of options for you to tune, tune into the broadcast and, and support your Newman Jets, whether they are here at home 
or on the road. But uh, we will be back one week from today to preview some more Newman Jets athletics, talk to more coaches and student athletes for the 103rd episode. But in the meantime, if you missed anything, you can always go back and check out the archive of all of our episodes. Just go to newmanjets.com slash podcasts. That's newmanjets.com slash podcasts. I'm looking at it right now, and everything from the the previous episodes from this fall as and all the way as far back to the very first episodes of the Jets. If if you want to go and listen to Blake Cripps talk in the, the early stages of, of this show and see how we've progressed as, as a athletics department, as a program, it's all there. But just go to newmanjets.com slash podcast and you can like and subscribe as well uh, through wherever you get your podcast, be that through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else. But uh, it all starts at newmanjets.com slash podcasts. But that is going to wrap it up again for the 102nd edition of the JetCast podcast here today. A big thank you to bowling coach Billy Murphy and assistant women's basketball coach Michaela Mack, as well as assistant men's basketball coach Noah Gussie for being our guests on the show here today. Be sure to tune in next week as we've got plenty more fun stuff planned for you. Uh, but until then, I'm Jackson Schneider, and this has been the Newman JetCast podcast.